Let's talk about an international study. It's an index that ranked the 25 major world cities based on the risk of a housing market collapse. And in this report warns Toronto is showing the highest elevated risks of bursting. Quote, the index has been flashing warning signals in the last couple of years. That's the warning, they say. So Frankfurt and Hong Kong come up behind us. But how this bubble is determined is when local housing prices rise rapidly due to demand and speculation to the point where, of course, it's not supported by the economics. And in our case, we've got record low interest rates at the at the time during the pandemic. So this fueled a massive surge. And then we've got uh, fears now that the bubble's going to burst because the Bank of Canada is now raising those interest rates. We've got spiking inflation. We've got all these other you know problems. Um, and maybe we're already seeing that bubble burst. But nonetheless, I want to bring in someone who knows a heck of a lot more about this than me. His name is Tim Hudak. He is the CEO of the Ontario Real Estate Association. Great to have you, Tim. Yeah. Good morning, Alex. Thanks for having me on. How much stock do you put into these particular reports? This is an international report, but how much uh, stock do you put into it? Yeah, practically none. And, and let me tell you why. Um, you know, a lot of these studies uh, just look at a, a very simple formula and don't look at the underlying characteristics of various countries. And, you know, quite frankly, uh, in my time in public life and, you know, realtors that I consult with uh, have said they've been hearing about this for 30 years. and It's not going to happen. So why is that the case? Well, number one, we have a very conservative, small C conservative lending policy in Canada. Our, our mortgage rules are actually very tight compared to other countries. And that's why when they had the collapse in the States in 2008, 2009, it didn't impact us anywhere near like that when it came to the mortgage crisis. And number mm-hmm. two, Alex, the reality is that we, Canada is among, I think, the second worst of uh, OECD countries when it comes to getting homes built. It takes us uh, longest next only one of the country, which is yeah. Slovakia, and we have <laughs> underbuilt housing supply. You know, we built more homes, Alex, in the 1970s than we did in the 2000s, for goodness sakes, a lot more demand. So those are a couple underlying factors on why uh, our housing uh, prices are actually going to be heading up in the future instead of the opposite direction, despite the transition market today. I mean, the market is definitely changing. Um, You know, normally in the area, I'm midtown Toronto, you don't see a lot go up for sale, but when it does, it goes instantly. And now we're seeing houses sit for a while, and we know that the market is coming down. Um, and so a bit of that will be panicked by people who are saying, look, I got to get out. I've got a variable rate. I can't deal with this anymore. I've got to cut my losses. But I'm not sure, and maybe you can kind of expand on it, if that is a true indicator of the market itself. Because we've had a, a, just a, a, a pipe and hot um, housing market in, in the GTHA Toronto area for, for a while now. So I don't know if this is just a short-term blip or where you see this going, but I do see yeah. the prices going back up. Yeah, I, I appreciate your approach. This is very responsible. Like a lot of media outlets are either, you know, trumpeting skyrocketing out of control or they say market crashing. The reality is it can be in between. You know, over time, investing in a home is is a proven investment. It goes up over time. It's what we count on for our retirement. And you can't live in a stock or a bond. You're going to have short term ups and downs depending on where things are with interest, interest rates, for example. But the long term trajectory is always up. So what's happening today across our province, yeah, interest rates have gone up. So that creates instability. Right? People say, well, if I'm going to lock into a mortgage, maybe I should wait a little bit longer to see if rates are going to come down, down the road. And people who are looking to sell their homes, Alex, might be saying right now, well, you know, we're seeing prices uh, come down off the highs of February, March. Maybe we should wait. So there's the economics. Then there's the psychological effects. So you see more people on, on the sidelines. Where do I think this is going? You know, when I think that interest rates are stabilized probably sometime in 2023, 
we get inflation under control, you'll see a significant return into the market. We have the millennials now having babies, getting promoted. They're in the housing market. The bank of mom and dad who love their sons and daughters dearly, but are willing to help them move out of the basement to get a place of their own. And immigration is coming back into our province in the future. All those things point to higher prices over the medium to long run. Right now, it's heading the opposite direction. Meanwhile, you know, the um, we've got a municipal election. And, and to your point um, off the top of the conversation, it, it is very hard to get stuff built. We hear the promises. I mean, politicians, as you know, are very good at making promises. So affordable housing is the trendy promise right now. But building it is impossible. Uh, and this should be a major uh, campaign factor. Um, as we head into October 24th, but but it's very clear that the municipal at the municipal level they've got to change, you know, the regulatory process of getting stuff built. Doesn't matter what the province does if the cities don't change the way they approve stuff and actually get it done, it's not going to get built. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the province can provide the best toolkit to help municipalities get more homes built that average families can afford, but if municipalities leave it on the shelf, nothing gets done. So with respect to the short term you and I talked about, that's why it's always important to get your professional realtor at your side to see where your local neighborhood market is going. Don't lose sight of that when you're making the biggest investment. But you're absolutely right, Alex. The big picture here, getting more homes built, homes that first-time buyers can actually afford, move up homes when the kids come along and need a bit more space, and then also for empty nesters so they can downsize, stay in the community they love, but free up that family home. We really need more supply there. And the province should use carrots and sticks to actually get municipalities, reward those who are making good decisions, and actually use sticks against those who are bowing down to NIMBY forces and not building homes that we can afford. Or just a big giant horse whip. Just get it done. Horse whip's always a... <laughs> get it well, done I'll a little faster. Whether you, <laughs> you call it a horse whip or, or whatever. But look, if a municipality is saying yes to new homes so millennials can live in the communities that they grew up in, they should be rewarded. So the province should say, hey, you know what? We're going to fund that transit project or that water sewer, the new arena. And a municipality that closes the door, they don't want to have new people moving in. Their youth are fleeing the community. Well, then they don't get their project. I think that would incent alone good behavior at a municipal level. No question. Oh, absolutely. You want your your budget to be a balanced system? Why don't you get as much? Whoever gets as much affordable housing built as fast as possible, you win the extra extra money from either the provincial or federal level. Yeah, that's an interesting way I think it would work. All right, Tim, I very much appreciate your time on this. We'll see how it goes, but no question about it. Affordable housing is one of the biggest talkers these days, so I hope you're well. Thanks, Alex. Have a great day and a great weekend. You as well. That is uh, Tim Hudak joining us from the Ontario Real Estate Association. So uh, I think the key is just don't panic. I know we're going into a lot of heady, choppy waters. Don't panic. Uh, certainly on the housing, we, we simply don't have enough. So the prices will come up and down. There will be opportunities here, no question about it. I think if you're trying to get in the market, there will be opportunities.